Get it, get it, get it, get it. Ow. What? Ow. You don't know that one from TikTok? You see, there's the the prime <laughs> phrase right there. TikTok. No, I don't. I really don't. I don't know anything about TikTok. I know zero things about culture currently. You know about crime culture currently. <gasps> oh, That's us. What a beautiful. Thank you for We're getting that better up. at this. Thank you for teeing that up. Like just <laughs> like we rehearsed it. <laughs> Which, as you all know, we don't rehearse anything. Um, no. But yeah, that's us. This is crime culture. Hey. That's Haley. Hey. I'm Caitlin. Hey. Hey. And uh, this is our Patreon poll pick mm-hmm. episode of the month. And you guys want to know about what the hell's going on with Ezra Miller? We need to talk about Ezra. We need to talk about Ezra. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this, instead of so you want to know about, this could be called. Uh, what the fuck is going on <laughs> with Ezra Miller? Um, undoubtedly, you've seen uh, their name in the news recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know we just wanted to say, like, up top, that they're clearly going through a mental health crisis. Yes. And this is not funny no. or entertaining to read about, as some uh, publications might make it seem that way. Um as we start getting into more details about this, I don't know if you felt this while you were um, also doing some research. This feels like it's mirroring like a Michael Jackson descent in a little bit of a way. Interesting, because I felt it was mirroring the Britney Spears saga of the like mid to late 2000s or whenever that was. That, that could be true too, that, yeah. That's the vibe that it gave me. And I was like, because so many people, I think, in my opinion, the difference between Michael Jackson's um, saga and Britney Spears' saga was that people, like, Michael Jackson wasn't the butt of as many jokes. Like, there were there was an even mix of people who were defending him and people who were, like... Condemning fun him, of him, making yeah, yeah, fun yeah. of him, and condemning him. And this is before we've all watched uh, "Leaving Neverland." Yes, is the I think docu- that's what it is. Documentary. Yeah. So this was this was what, like when he's like hanging the baby over the the balcony, yeah. like the like stuff like that. That's very disturbing and questionable. Like, hey, uh, what's going on with you recently? That's going to be yeah. a lot of this Ezra Miller stuff. Too. Yeah, that's and and I think it's also important to note that. This is because I saw a lot of. Was that your cat or mine? Probably yours, I think. All right, somebody mine just yelled. Dead asleep. Somebody, somebody has opinions. I'm not sure which one. Um, I'll I'll discuss that with whichever one it was off mic. Um, but there's been other cases of mental health crises suffered by celebrities that are heavily in the news and. I think it's important to keep in mind that we are not defending Ezra Miller because they are a white person. Yeah. Like it's it's I mean this we could easily be talking about what's going on with Kanye. I was about to say yeah, it's the same whereas it's scary like somebody needs to uh, this can be said for both Ezra Miller or Kanye West. It's 
people need to keep an eye people need to somebody needs to do something to just be like hey what's going on here you okay because other people are in danger in kanye west's case it's kim kardashian and in yeah, Miller's think, case, it's a lot of other people but yeah i think that's the defining factor here is that what's going on with kanye to me has as far as i have seen seems like it's centered around his fixation with kim kardashian trying to keep that their family together uh it seems like it's more of a domestic thing than uh a, a lot of other people it seems to me that ezra miller is uh affecting a lot of other people <laughs> all over the place for seemingly no reason i i don't i i don't know I, there's a lot of these weird connections and i'm like how do how do they even like how did they even get in contact with this person? How did this even happen? Like, it just seems some of these are like even random events. Yeah, I, I'd agree. But I'd also I'd agree about that in terms of this being a lot of random events with Ezra Miller. And obviously this this is still unfolding this situation. So, yeah, um, we were literally looking to see like any news, any new developments yeah, right before we hit right record. up until. Yes, um, we, we, we are we're recording on a Sunday like this is the freshest it can get. Um, but I, I think even because we're also forgetting, like you and I are forgetting, like, yes, Kanye West was showing signs of mental distress with like the breakdown of his marriage, but then also don't forget when he was like, really like into Trump and oh yeah, going running for president. Yeah. I'm and, running for president. So yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. this is Kanye West has shown multiple times that they are mentally That's true. Yeah. unhealthy so i think that that's not necessarily not to say it's an unfair comparison per se but it's just not i don't think it's quite i i think that it's there's similarities there's but they're similarities not the same but they're thing. not the, yes yeah. yes but yeah. i don't think that it's i i don't think that necessarily all of kanye west's public crises have had a defined catalyst either yeah um but regardless um if you or someone you know is suffering from a mental health crisis um it obviously it depends on the severity and whatnot but there are places that you can go there's a there are crisis text lines um there's you can um i'm trying to think you can they're different in every it, country so yeah it, it, it and just, different countries have better help than other and speaking do. of, don't go to BetterHelp. Yeah. I, um, I, if if um, it helps you, then um, do whatever helps you. But I will not recommend BetterHelp. Yes. Um, but in the U.S., yeah. there's SAMHSA, which is the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. Um, and they offer free, confidential information, health services, what have you, all day every day and their number is 1-800-662-HELP or 4357 and you can contact that national helpline and see what can be done for yourself or for someone that you care about yeah but on that note but now yeah we're gonna dive right into uh some of this info and to start um some of you might be saying who the fuck is Ezra Miller? And maybe valid, but like, we'll talk about where like I know them from. And we have mentioned them 
previously on this podcast. Mm-hmm. We should also mention that when we did the episode about um, who we'd cast. Yes. We in, said Richard uh, Ramirez. Yeah, we said Ezra Miller would be an incredible uh, Richard Ramirez. And if they get the mental health services that they need and they get back on track and they figure out what the fuck is going on, um, maybe they could still could be. Yeah. But um, it's hard to tell um, during this time. But without further ado... Ezra Miller was born Ezra Matthew Miller on September 30th, 1992, and they came out as non-binary in 2012 using they, them pronouns. Mm -hmm. Uh, They later said in a 2018 interview, quote, queer just means no, I don't do that. I don't identify as a man. I don't identify as a woman. I barely identify as a human, end quote, which (laughs) I, I enjoy that quote. Partially because I can relate to it, not in terms of gender identity, in terms of f- at identifying times, as a like, human. Yeah, identifying <laughs> as a human, just being like, especially during the pandemic, just dissociating to a point where you're just like, what is reality? Um, well, I mean, even right so, now, Haley, you and I are no longer humans. We are simply chattel. Yes, we are but yes. vessels for people to have babies. So <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a whole other that's a whole other fucking Everything thing. Everything is awful. Yeah. Anyway, um, so their father, Robert S. Miller, was a publisher at Workman Publishing and former senior VP for major publishing house Hyperion mm-hmm. Books. And their mother, Marta, is it Marta or Martha? I believe it's Marta. I think it's Marta. Um, she was a modern dancer, mm-hmm. and. Ezra is the youngest of three kids with two older sisters. One of them named Caitlin. <gasps> it's not me, but hey. And it, but it's spelled, it's, it's spelled with a C. So it's oh, wrong. Oh, okay. So it's incorrect. So she spells it wrong. Yes. Yes. Um, they once said in an interview that they were, quote, uh, from the dirty depths of New Jersey, end quote. And the dirty depths of New Jersey apparently is Wyckoff. And uh, if your ears are ringing, yes, that is the same town that the Jonas Brothers are from. But also... I don't think Wyckoff. Wyckoff is not the dirty depths. It's Bergen County, I believe. I, I was gonna say, I'm like, I'm like, that's like a, that's like one of the best places to live in America. Like it's like suburbia, USA. Yeah, there's some hick places in Jersey that you could like really <coughs> <Michael>. be from. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> uh, but there's some weird hick places. But regardless, the family also had a home in Chelsea for when they went into manhattan so they're Damn. wealthy people and uh yeah. <laughs> dirty depths in new jersey is a little bit of a, a rough go about dirty, that dirty depths because they only had i don't know like granite countertops not marble countertops uh, i believe they said in that same interview that um the interviewer asked if they enjoyed uh the place where they grew up and uh miller just laughed and was like no <laughs> And I was like, I could kind of relate to that, too. But anyway, so... It is still New Jersey, no matter how bougie it is. Yeah, apparently uh, it was fine, because Miller described having a, quote, very wonderful, magical childhood, end quote, uh, in a place that had a high concentration of wealth and a low concentration of, quote, human happiness, end quote. And yes, that is the state of New Jersey. Um, In a 2012 interview with the Israeli newspaper, is it Harat? Haretz? H-A-A-R-E-T-Z? I'm going to go with Haaretz. Haaretz. They said of their upbringing, quote, My father is Jewish. My mother is not. But I consider myself entirely Jewish, even though, according to Jewish law, I am not. I encourage everyone to understand that the rules of Jewish 
matrilineal descent were written before anyone could do DNA tests. I know that I am a descendant of Abraham through my father. I definitely plan to visit Israel. End quote. Which... Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's quite a, uh, a stance to take. Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. Uh, Miller was born with a debilitating stutter... Uh, which they would later explain as a, quote, breathline stutter that wasn't breathing in enough to complete a word, end quote. At the encouragement of their kindergarten teacher, they turned to opera, telling the Daily Beast in 2017 that it was to help them focus on, quote, control and manipulation of the breath, end quote, which helped them overcome their speech impediment within a year. Oh, wow. Which is, I didn't know that opera could be a cure for a stutter, yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, Miller took up singing, opera, blah, blah, blah. Um, and a side effect of helping them land a, quote, grade school residency in the children's chorus with New York's Metropolitan Opera for two seasons. Ooh. That's cool. Yeah. Before too long, they switched from opera to acting mm-hmm. on May 18th. 2008, Antonio Campos drama After School premiered at uh, Cannes. Is it Cannes mm-hmm. or Cannes? You had it. Cannes? You had it. Yep. Hell yeah. Cannes are what I have. Yeah, perfect. Cannes is in Italy. <laughs> in which Miller played Robert, an internet-addicted loner who fetishizes cell phone footage. Weird. Miller told The Hollywood Reporter in 2018, quote, that was a great film experience because of how fucked up it was and, like, a psychotic filmmaking process with young kids. And then I just hooked up to film. And then I was just okay. hooked to film, end quote. As a result of the film's success, at 16, Miller dropped out of the Hudson School, which was a private school in uh, Hoboken, New Jersey, during yeah. their junior year to pursue acting full-time. Around that time, they landed a five-episode arc on Showtime's Californication. Hmm. Several other notable roles you may recognize them from uh, the first being a movie that we've talked about on this podcast for. Mm-hmm. They played the titular character of Kevin in 2011's We Need to Talk About Kevin, in which the mother, played by Tilda Swinton, uh, who also was one of the film's 22 producers. Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> struggles to come to terms with her teenage son committing a mass murder. Mm-hmm. Um, some fact, quick facts about the movie itself, because we've only mentioned the movie surface level. We haven't really gotten into it. But yeah. during the 30-day production, Miller refrained from speaking with their mother for the entirety of the shoot to better inhabit the mind of their psychotic character, telling New York Magazine in 2012, quote, In the moments where my mind could escape Kevin's, I had this growing, gathering appreciation for everything that my mother did right. But to bring back to the forefront of my brain this loving, empathetic relationship with my mother would have been extremely detrimental to either me or the film, so it was really essential that she uh, keep a fight a fair distance end quote which is really sad but very start, sad starting to get into uh some method acting type uh work there mm-hmm. uh the movie itself is based on lionel shriver's 2003 novel of the same name that book has a 4.06 out of 5 on goodreads with over 184,000 ratings damn yeah 
All right, um, so people liked the book. Yeah, people <laughs> or they had they had a fit, they had opinions at the very least. People really liked the book and also seemed to like the movie because the movie got a 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 88% on Google, 75% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 78% audience score, and the critics consensus was, quote, "We need to talk about Kevin is a masterful blend of drama and horror with fantastic performances." across the board Tilda Swinton especially delivering one of her very best end quote and mm. you can actually watch it for free on Tubi uh, Pluto oh. TV Flex and Crackle some of these we I've love. never heard before <laughs> Crack- Crackle Crackle is my favorite dirty little secret because a lot of Sony's movies end up on Crackle it's their like free because no one knows about it streaming service okay and so they they like it can be hit or miss. But for example, when that uh, limited release Don Quixote movie with Adam Driver came out, uh-huh. that was on there after they did that. Like I think they were it was in theaters for like two days or something okay. or like one day after that it was on Crackle, but nobody knew. Mm. I'm I'm a big I'm a big Crackle fan. All right, I'm a Cracklehead. <laughs> crackle I don't know head. if I can Perfect. say that. Yeah, I don't know if I can say that as I said that. But like you know what? Let's stop. Let's just stigmatizing drugs and let's just encourage the binging of free TV. Free TV. Yes, exactly. Perfect. I'm down. Um, Another movie that we did a whole episode on is the uh, on the true story of is Kyle Mm. Patrick Alvarez's 2015 film, The Stanford Prison Experiment, in which Miller plays one of the lead roles as a prisoner. Mm. Um, But possibly their most famous role, Miller co-starred as Patrick's is it Patrick Stewart? Is that his real name in the sh- in the movie? Yes, that is okay. really his name. But it's not pr- it's not spelled the same way as Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh, okay, love got, of our it, lives. got it, got it. So Patrick so Stewart, different. who is a gay high school senior, who along with Emma Watson's character Sam, takes depressed freshman Charlie, played by Logan Lerman, under their wing in 2012's The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Mm-hmm. And the film is also based on a popular novel of the same name. This one by Stephen Chbosky, who also wrote and directed the movie. Yes. And it launched Miller into the realm of teen heartthrob and a household name. Also, just thinking about this, not to interrupt, but to do a quick correction section for myself. Yeah. Um, it is, I believe it is actually the same spelling as Sir Patrick Stewart, but still is not it? the same person. Okay. Still not the same dude. Because, I mean, yes. yes. Same name, Patrick Stewart person. is an ally. That's all. Okay. Um... Allegedly, Miller did their initial audition for the film over Skype, and they were so charismatic in the interview that they were cast within five hours of the audition. During the press tour for the movie, Miller talked about school bullying and officially came out telling Out Magazine, quote, I'm queer. I have a lot of really wonderful friends who are of very different sexes and genders. I am very much in love with no one in particular. I've been trying to figure out relationships, you know, end quote. Mm -hmm. They continued saying, quote, I just want kids in all situations to hold on, end quote. They mm-hmm. go on saying, quote, a lot, of adolescents, uh, a lot of adolescents left me wanting to end my own life, just give up. It feels like the whole world, because it is. It is your whole world. But man, life is really, really cool ride. Yeah. It's really amazing the type of shit you can get up to if you endure it. Like, you can do anything you want if you, sur- if you can survive end quote, which is a very impactful uh, quote. I enjoy that. Mm. Um, The Perks of Being a Wallflower, the book, has a 4.22 out of 5 on Goodreads with over 1.5 million ratings. Damn. I mean, it makes sense. It's a great book. 
again, this is another like really good adaptation from book to movie because the movie has an eight out of 10 on IMDb, 90% on Google, 85% on Rotten Tomatoes with an 89% audience score. And the critics consensus is quote, the perks of being a wallflower is a heartfelt and sincere adaptation that's bolstered by strong leading performances, end quote. And uh, this is also the movie that apparently led Zack Snyder to cast Miller in the role of Barry Allen slash The Flash for his movie Justice League in 2014 Mm -hmm. after beating out fellow actor Grant Gustin who Mm -hmm. plays the character on the CW series of the same name Miller told MTV News in 2015 quote Barry Allen is the hero of the Silver Age who follows a lot of really interesting discoveries in physics where he comes from is where we figure out the event horizon was there and he was the character who was created through our mythos machine of comic books to create that event horizon so you could explore in fantasy. I think it's an interesting idea. And what's an interesting idea to me is what the fuck does that do to someone? End quote. And I'm sure that makes sense to you, but not to me because I am not a superhero person. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so things like Event it's Horizon. Fine. I think Event Horizon is a horror movie. That I, I don't. That's a you thing. <laughs> okay okay perfect good we're and on different pages we are one person <laughs> different pages different books um so most recently they played the character of is it credence barebone it is credence barebone they're always, they're always such stupid names what do I'm you sorry. mean i know in fantastic Draco Beast, Malfoy Harry Potter, is a weird all, name to you they're all stupid names uh, argus get, filch is strange you, you know, in the in the original like Harry Potter world, like the very smaller Harry Potter world, like the names are like, all right, that's weird. But as you start like branching out into like this whole different thing, it, you get Credence Barebone. I'm sorry, you thought that Albus Dumbledore and, and Minerva hair. McGonagall were normal names no, as a child? No. I Hagrid, didn't even know, just fucking Hagrid, no last I name. I didn't know how like Hermione's name was pronounced for the first three books that I read. Um, True. True. That's that's but, fair and true. Uh, Ezra Miller's hair in the Fantastic Beast movies is unforgettable. A bowl cut. It is it horrible. Is, it I is hate it so much. So bad. So um, bad. Yeah. Um, but they obviously they're also the Flash in mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, Suicide Squad, Justice League, and the TV shows Arrow and Peacemaker, and the possibly upcoming The Flash. The standalone movie? Yeah, it, 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 so it, it depends on whether the studio wants to release it at this point, but they did film it. It's in post-production. So, like, yeah. all that's left now is pretty much, like, editing, color correction, uh, ADR, I think, sound, all that. I, th- I, re- I remember reading some articles about, like, they need to do something about the Flash movie, like, or, like, they need to, like, immediately recast the Flash movie. Yeah. I don't know what is happening with that. Obviously, again, I'm not in the superhero world, so, like, I couldn't give a quarter of a fuck. Mm-hmm. But um, the last two uh, credits that I'll mention, they were in Trainwreck, and yep. absolutely wild character in Trainwreck, with if Tilda you Swinton. have seen it. Tilda with Tilda Swinton, Swinton that again. Yeah. yeah. And they were also in the 2021 miniseries of Stephen King's The Stand, which I have mm-hmm. not seen. Yet. I haven't, but I'm I'm curious. I'm terrified, but curious. I love. Stephen I think King's their person. credit. I think their credit for that uh, role is literally Trash Can Man or okay. something like that. Okay, down. I remember. I was remember reading on the uh, the I am credits, yeah. but whatever. <laughs> so now we're gonna get into like 
the timeline of events. Now so, we're going to talk about Kevin. Now we're going to talk about Kevin. So um, this happens like a lot uh, farther back than uh, the recent things that have been going on. Yeah. So let's like jump back to June 28th, 2011. While filming The Perks of Being a Wallflower, Miller was a passenger in a vehicle that was pulled over in Pittsburgh for a broken brake light. During that time, police discovered 20 grams of marijuana in Miller's possession. Miller was initially charged with drug possession, but the charge was later dropped by a judge. They instead faced a penalty of $600 for two citations of disorderly conduct. They told New York Magazine, quote, I don't feel like there's any need to hide the fact that I smoke pot. It's harmless. It's a harmless herbal substance that increases sensory appreciation, end quote. Which, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that Decriminalize one. Decriminalize pot. If you're pulled over for a brake light and then they just find weed in your car, uh, fuck you. Also, <laughs> if you're pulled over for a brake light and they have no... Why are they searching your car? Well, but they, that's what I'm saying. If they have no, like, probable cause, because this happened to Michael, and no, there was nothing in Michael's car, but still, yeah. like, this, ha- this happened down the street from your from your house. Yeah. Um, yep. When the day like two people got pulled over on the I same day. I was the day. other person who got pulled yeah. over. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, and so, but yeah, they asked if they could search their car and like, you can say no. If there's no probable cause, like even the brake light, Michael's brake light wasn't out. And yeah. so they pulled them over it was for just, nothing. It was, wasn't it like, no, it wasn't even out of state plates because they lived in Jersey. Yeah. They, they, well, they didn't live in Jersey, but their plates were from Jersey because we had just yeah. moved in Connecticut. Um, but it was it, like, they asked, can we search your car? And Michael was like, no. And then they were like, well, do you have any weed? Do you have any cocaine? Do you have any Why heroin? I tell you that? <laughs> yeah. You don't have to answer those questions. You don't have to say, yes, you can search my car, whether there is shit in it or not. It's your car. If they're not yeah. there to search your car, they don't need to search your car. Yeah. So yeah. And also don't forget Recently, the Supreme Court, now I'm on a roll, Haley. Recently, the Supreme Court ruled about Miranda rights for those who don't know. Basically, it prevents penalization of law enforcement officials when they fail to read. We did do an episode on Miranda rights. Thank you. A while ago. Um, But now the Supreme Court ruled shortly before they ruled that Haley and I are no different than farm animals. Um, that you, so if the police fail to read you your Miranda rights, it used to be that you could sue, that you could like basically get off on your charges, like not, not literally, there's a lot of politics into it. Long story short, that is no more. The police do not have to read you your Miranda rights. Well, they have to read them to you, but if they forget, then it's just like, okay, which it's it's part of your job. How do you forget to do it? Like, let's be real. Uh, you still have the right to remain the, silent. What is the job description now? So it doesn't okay. fucking matter. Yeah, I don't know. You you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be held against you in the court of law. You have the right to an attorney. If you cannot have an attorney, one will be appointed to you. Look up your Miranda rights. We've all rights. seen Law and Order. No, uh, um, I was going to say we've all seen 21 Jump Street. But yes, also Law yes. and Order. Um, just look up your Miranda rights. Know your Miranda rights. Know that they don't have... that That they... Unless there is probable cause, they do not have to search your vehicle. They don't have to search your home. They don't have to search shit. Yeah. Just know your rights. Know your rights. Know your rights. Let's. I 
Yeah, I think this is this was a bullshit one, but whatever. Yeah. So then we're going to jump to March 31st, 2015. This is when Miller released their first official EP with the band Sons of Illu- Sons of an Illustrious Father, which they've been associated with since about 2011. In 2018, they told Vulture that the band was part of what helped them discover their relationship to the world and mental illness, saying, quote, I think there was a lot of mental illness that I did not know how to manage or deal with in the earliest times of the band. I was 15 or 16. I didn't have any real means of monitoring myself. And I was also working in film and having these strange types of exposure. I was feeling insecure about that relationship to the world and what it would actually mean for me. I was feeling insecure in my decision up to the point to take that path. And I was feeling insecure about the ways it held the potential to really separate me from the people I love. That was tied into the illness that I was discovering in myself, end quote. So 2015, we have Ezra Miller acknowledges. Um, yep. No, this was March 31st, 2015. That was when they released their EP. They didn't explain about their mental illness until 2018 yes yes yes. that was 20 yeah the the interview in 2018 but um so but that's but they released it in 2015 so they were thinking about their their mental health at that point but 2018 is when they acknowledge yeah yeah, 2018 is when they acknowledge um their struggles with mental health yes and Um, and also i like that they said that illness inside because again like not for anything but again it sets a precedent that like okay this isn't just like like this isn't somebody who's doing something like I knew somebody in high school and he would do shitty things and then blame this mental illness diagnosis that he claimed to have. And, but it never manifested itself until he like slapped a girl's ass and called her a whore. It was just like, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was a get out of jail Mm -hmm. free card. So Mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying here is that they're not, using like people might think that but in my opinion again it seems like they have a history of mental illness yeah and we'll see that moving forward Mm -hmm. um so july 23rd 2017 according to tmz during an interview with a fan outside of comic-con uh in san diego miller asked the crowd why their character the flash would have trouble getting drunk Mm -hmm. someone in the crowd correctly answered that the flash's uh metabolic rate makes getting tipsy difficult it is Um, Again, stuff canonical. <laughs> it works. The person uh, taking the video jokingly asked Miller if they could smell their breath to be sure, and Miller responded by kissing the person on the mouth and then on the face without clear consent before asking, "Quote, how did it smell?" End quote. Don't love that. Not cool. A little bit of uh, a little bit of hey, what? Yeah. What's going on with whether you? the person was okay with it or not? That's yeah. Not that's not, not chill. chill. Um, July 24th, 2018, Miller cosplayed as Toadette from uh, Mario Kart at Entertainment Weekly's Comic-Con party and gave a bizarre red carpet interview with Clever News as though they were in character alongside friends who were also dressed up and also behaving in character. Miller and the friends answered questions in gibberish, and when the interviewer asked them if they needed a cocktail, Miller and their friends responded in more gibberish before shouting, Wahoo! And scurrying off. Was that good? <laughs> Was that good? That's perfect. That's Amazing. how they do it. That's how they say it. Exactly. In, in Mario. Oh, fuck, I know. <laughs> so was this mental health? Was it some kind of substance? They've already said that they smoke weed, which 
We've all been there. We all Maybe they we had a cocktail. in Mario Kart. You ever get dressed up and you're like, I am this person? <laughs> they were like committed to the cosplay. Well, I mean, and also I think it's 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 fair to say that like I'm sure it gets tiring to be like interviewed over and over and over again. And oh, so yeah, like, yeah, and you're ask the same questions. Out. And yeah, I, so, yeah, asked, in, asked not even just insane questions, just inane questions. Like, oh, what'd you, you have know, for breakfast? Why? You're with your friends. You're yeah, goofing you're around. being Was, silly. This could have been a goofy thing. It could have been could've something been, else. Yeah, it could have been drugs. Could have been mental health. Could have been anything. Whatever. But we point is, it. it happened. So then we jump to November 7th, 2018. This is when uh, Miller tells the Hollywood Reporter about their their gender mm-hmm. and they said the, the quote about not identifying as a man woman or human being um they also allege that a director and producer offered to exchange sexual favors for a movie role when they were underage saying quote they gave me wine and i was underage they were like hey you want to be in our movie about gay revolution and i was like no you guys are monsters end mm. quote which call them out mm. call everybody out yes name names um then we jump to the very, very, very beginning of the pandemic. Remember that? No. April 6, 2020. A seven-second video surfaced and in a since-deleted tweet that appeared to show Miller choking a woman and throwing her to the ground. Mm-hmm. In the video, they're seen saying to the woman, quote, oh, you want to fight? That's what you want to do? End quote. The woman jokingly prepares to fight, and then Miller grabs her by the throat and wrestles her to the ground, and the person filming the incident immediately protests, saying, whoa, bro, bro, end quote. The video was confirmed by Variety to have taken place at the name of a bar in Reykjavik that there's like an upside down nine with a cross through it, and I don't know how the hell <laughs> that's pronounced. Upside down nine with a cross That's what it looks like, does it she not? Says, I, I just... I I don't know what it looks like. I I just don't I the second word looks like cuff house. I I'm just enjoying. It's a bar in Reykjavik that Miller frequents when in the city. And a bar employee identified the person in the video as Miller, uh who was escorted off the premises by staff after the incident and seemed to be quote upset and angry, end quote. A source at the bar told Variety that the situation allegedly began after a pushy fan confronted Miller and continued to harass them until Miller physically attacked the woman. And do you have the I'm pronunciation? I'm raising my hand because yes. I, think, I think I've got it, and it's Preki Kafus. That's the name of the bar. I'm pretty sure. Perf. Okay. That's what we're going with. That's then. what Google told me, and so that is what I'm going to go with. And is Google always correct? No. No. But... It's more correct than upside down nine, so. (laughs) See how it's spelled. Tell me it's not an upside down nine with an X in it. So the next incident we have is January 27th, 2022. So laid low for a little bit during the pandemic, like we all did. Mm -hmm. The height of the pandemic, I should say. Mm -hmm. Um, January 27th, 2022, Miller posted a since-deleted video on Instagram that seemed to threaten members of the Ku Klux Klan operating in Beulahville, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. In the video, they tell the members of the chapter to, quote, kill themselves, end quote, with their own guns, or else, quote, we'll do it for you if that's what you want, end quote. Oh. In response, the Southern Poverty Law Center reported no knowledge of recent Klan activity in Beulahville. So what was that? 
I don't I don't know, but I remember that going viral because people were just like, yes, like good for Ezra Miller for calling out the KKK and fuck the KKK and all this other stuff. And it's it, yes, but also what's what's going on? Like, yeah, yeah, what, that's what another one of those like that. What's happening? What's going on? And here? now we're going to get into the stuff that is probably uh most most people have heard of mm. this stuff like this was all backstory now we're getting into the more recent stuff so march 28th 2022 the hawaii police department posted the following on their facebook page with the mugshot of miller now the hawaii police department misgendered ezra miller uh oh. i will be saying the quote but not misgendering them okay Love <laughs> so you. i i fixed that yeah. So the quote is, uh, and it's still up. It's, I mean, it's very recent. It's still up on their, their Facebook page. Okay. Uh, I literally like copied and pasted it from their Facebook. Hmm. Quote, Vermont visitor arrested for disorderly conduct and harassment in Hilo shortly after midnight on men- Monday, March 28th, 2022. A 29-year-old person visited, visiting from Vermont was arrested and charged for disorderly conduct and harassment after an incident at a bar in Hilo. I also think that's how you say it, H-I-L-O. Um, on Sunday, March 27th at 11.30 p.m., South Hilo police officers responded to the report of a disorderly patron at a bar on Silva Street. During the course of their investigation, uh, police descri- determined that the person, later identified as Miller, became agitated while patrons at the bar began singing karaoke. Miller began yelling obscenities and at one point grabbed the microphone from a 23-year-old woman sang- singing karaoke this is the disorderly conduct offense and later lunged at a 32 year old man playing darts this is the harassment offense the bar owner asked miller to calm down several times to no avail miller was arrested and charged on both offenses and total bail was set at 500 dollars. they provided the bail and were released end quote um and also the song that the patrons were singing uh was shallow from a star is born love it great song great song great karaoke song perfect yeah yes kind of brings the room down a little bit i, I mean you know. can go for like i want to dance with somebody which is usually one of my go-tos mm. but um miller's 500 bail was paid by a couple that they were living with at the uh at a hostel in hilo mm-hmm. and soon after tmz began circulating a video of a week's earlier confrontation between miller and the hawaii police and this is where shit starts getting wild which is why we bring in the chaotic half of this duo so here yeah. i am Tell me the wild <laughs> shit. So, a couple days later, on March 29th, 2022, this couple that provided, not even a couple days later, it's the next day. Because um, I was like, wait a minute, a couple days. Um, but the next day, the couple who provided Miller's bail filed a restraining order against Miller, accusing them of barging into their bedroom at this hostel and threatening them. And the, in, in documents obtained by Radar Online, the couple asked the court to order Miller not to contact them in any form and to stay away from their home and their places of work. The documents Damn. also said that the following incident at the karaoke, that, that following the incident at the karaoke bar, the couple claims that Miller returned to the hospital, hostel, not hospital, why? Returned to the hospital, burst. <laughs> Maybe they should have gone to the hospital. <laughs> Maybe I should go to the hospital. Um, I'm, I'm like stroking out. The, Miller returned to the hostel, burst into their bedroom, 
and threatened the man in the couple by saying, quote, I will bury you and your slut wife, end quote. Which Ooh, is, yeah, that's okay. a bit, We've talked about masteries of the English language, of, but... They just bailed you out of jail. And also, like... My friend. It's 2022. <laughs> We're not slut-shaming. Come Whether on. Whether she's a slut or not. Like, that's... No, 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 no. We don't bring no. any of this shit into this. They bailed you out. Anyway... Yeah. So the petition also alleged that Miller stole the wife's passport and the husband's wallet, which contained his credit cards, social security card, and driver's license. My dude, do not put your social security card in your wallet. Why the, are you doing that? The only thing I'm thinking is that maybe they were using it for ID. Maybe, but you, you don't hold your social security card on you. You memorize your social security number, forget it when you actually need it, mm -hmm. and you keep it in a firebox somewhere in your house that I'm not going to say. Yep. <laughs> But yeah, regardless, that's what you do with it. It's unclear whether the items were returned, um, but it also it makes sense then why they'd be like, yeah, we don't want this person coming to our house. We don't want them coming to our place. We're, like all of that info can be found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y you've got the credit card. You've got the the ID with your address on it. Oh yeah. Um, yep, yep, yep. So yeah. Uh, regardless, the cu the couple was granted the restraining order the following day by a judge, but the order was dropped two weeks later on April fourteenth at the couple's request just before Miller was scheduled to appear at a hearing on the matter. So then, yeah, going back a little bit, on April 6, 2022, sources told Rolling Stone that Warner Brothers and DC executives, DC Comics, um, held an emergency impromptu meeting to discuss Miller's recent run-ins with the law and controversies and what that meant for their future with the studio. Yeah, because that can be challenging. I mean, I, I feel like if it was a Disney property, they would immediately just be like, bye. I mean, yeah, probably. Like, look at poor what they did to J Vanessa Hudgens. I almost said Janessa Hudgens. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, just need to out myself further. But look at what they did to her when she had those nudes leaked. As a minor, I believe. Yeah, but also, didn't she, like, say at some point during the pandemic that it's like... Yes, it's but this was before that. This was before okay, that. No, okay, she, okay. she said... She said She's something like, yeah, people are going to die, but, but isn't like, that, like, that inevitable? Yeah. Um, yes, I'm not saying <laughs> that... Shit. I'm not saying that she is an innocent little princess here, but at the same time, they fucking demonized her, a teenager... For, when for these nudes, nudes leaked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yep. like, it, it's just... And, and then they furthermore put pressure, because I remember reading at the Jonas Brothers, because, hi, I'm obsessed. Um, and something my parents were always told I'd grow out of. <laughs> Paid $300 for a single ticket, baby. But regardless, they, they put pressure on the Jonas Brothers and other Disney, like, child stars by being like, well, we know you would never disappoint us like this. And it's yeah. just like, it's it's... Yeah, I can absolutely see, like... But this is Warner Brothers in D.C. They're going to have some meetings. Yeah, but I would, also, I would also say that it's kind of interesting to me that they're having these meetings about, okay, what are we going to do? Yeah, when yeah, yeah. Johnny Depp was also part of, like, Warner Brothers, like, with Fantastic Beasts, and yeah, he yeah. lost his job, and it was for accusations. It wasn't even for, like arrests or anything like that not to say that like one is worse than the other but i would say it's kind of on par in yeah, terms of not, severity they're not, holding, they're not holding everybody to the same standard standard yes it seem. yeah and and maybe that's something that needs to be done going forward in the entertainment industry as a whole is that there need to be certain standards set when facing these controversies yeah 
Um, but so regardless, R Rolling Stone said, quote, according to a knowledgeable source, the consensus in the room was to hit pause on any future projects involving Miller, including possible appearances in the DC Extended Universe, end quote. An inside source also reported that Miller had, quote, frequent meltdowns, end quote, while filming The Flash last year, um, that standalone Flash movie. Um, although the source stressed that the outbursts were not violent and that Miller did not yell. And here's the thing with that is, you know, that they have had meltdowns or outbursts or whatever. Were you trying to get them help? Well, but that's what I think. I, I, I think that's kind of that's the vibe that I got was just that, like, well, Miller has had mental health issues before and things were taken care of in a different way. Okay. That's the, the I didn't I didn't I I have not read the article recently. I read it when it came out in April. Um but I believe that was the vibe. Yeah, cuz I hate when like when something really bad happens and everyone goes like, "Oh yeah, they they did this that and the other thing." But like, how are we supposed to know something bad was going to happen? It's like you you just named like the th the events leading up to something terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like any one of those events, you could have stepped in and helped the person, but nope. No. We're just going to pretend, pretend, pretend. We're good, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Everything is fine. I mm -hmm. just want to... Ooh. Um, but yeah, so then fast forwarding a little bit to April 19th, 2022, Miller was again taken into custody for second degree assault by Lilani State... I'm good, thanks. Um, thank you for asking. Yes, I'm fine. Um... By Leilani State Subdivision Police Authorities in Pahoa, I believe is how you pronounce it, in Hawaii. But allegedly they threw a chair and it hit a 26-year-old woman in the head and left a mm. half-inch cut on her forehead. Um, and then they were asked to leave during a private event at this woman's home. And Miller had been arrested 20 minutes after the attack at about 1.30 a.m. during a traffic stop at the intersection of Highway 130 and Kukula Street in Kiao. Ki Kiao? I'm so sorry. Okay. K-E-A apostrophe A-U. Um, but they were released from custody at 4 a.m. pending further investigation. And then mm -hmm. hours after this arrest... Miller pleaded no contest to the karaoke incident and was fined $500 for disorderly conduct by Judge Kanani Lubak. Okay, this just seems like you just leave Hawaii already. The run-ins keep coming and they don't stop coming. And they don't stop coming. And they don't stop coming. Um, so then on April 24th, 2022, in a viral TikTok, content creator Mia Solange, who you can find at Mia Solange, posted a series of photos of themselves and Miller using the trending sound from the movie Coraline that gives me nightmares, um, in which the char a character says, you are in terrible danger. And so the photos, which were allegedly taken in 2019 and mostly show Solange and Miller spending time together in the vein of them being in some kind of a, an intimate relationship. Okay. Um, the, Solange writes in the caption... Quote, you took everything from me, Ezra, with three aster M asterisk 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 ER mm -hmm. is is not a good human. And I can finally say so without being terrified. Hashtag abuser. End quote. Ooh, OK. I didn't hear about this again because it's on TikTok. But mm -hmm. well, it's not just on TikTok, but it's also on another platform that you're not on Twitter. Uh, okay, so perfect. in a series of since deleted tweets, Twitter user Ren, which is at lots of gay crimes, 
Love had it. shared screenshots of Instagram messages between themselves and Solange on April 1st. So about a month before Solange's TikTok went viral. And according to the screenshotted messages, Solange and Miller, Solange said Miller was, quote, off his fucking rocker, end quote, and alleged that Miller once cursed out a person trying to help Solange fix Solange's flight and another time misgendered them during sex. Uh, Solange wrote, quote, we were having sex one time and he knows I use they them pronouns and still stroked my hair and said, good girl, mind you, I am 19, end quote, which I found a little and that's why I kept this in here. Yeah, they misgendered. They misgendered them twice, and so I'm yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little. I'm not to say not to say that there's no validity there, but it's just like when somebody is, when when somebody is doing something that you think is that you don't approve of, what have you, whether they've done something really really bad, whether they're having a yeah, crisis, you don't take it out. You don't misgender on, them. That's yeah, there's other that's, ways. That's kind of there's other up. ways. Like make fun of the bull cut that they had to have in Fantastic Beasts. Don't make fun of like don't don't because that just trivializes it's belittling belittling and it also when you don't know who might hear you say that and maybe they're like coming to terms with their identity or maybe there's somebody who's an absolute fucking bigot and you have no idea and they go oh that person said that that means it's cool for me to misgender people like it's just it's either way it sets like a shitty tone this is also not uh, uh negating the fact that there seems to be some pretty big accusations here and yes. I'm not defending Ezra Miller no, in no, any no, way. No, 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 no. We're just saying don't misgender somebody when they do something not cool. That's not yeah, grounds no who to misgender is, somebody. No matter who it is, that's not a way to like get back at somebody. Right. That's right. fucked up. In another message, Solange claimed that Miller hadn't really threatened them verbally, but when the two were physical, Miller would bite, quote, the shit out of them, end quote and used photos of their bruised leg for reference included photos but um as a whole ren has actually spoken out against miller publicly many times since 2017 and even ran Mm. an instant runs ran an instagram account which is at vintage.devil dedicated to exposing miller's alleged harassment against them and others Mm. the account shared screenshots of and messages of miller's alleged stalking behavior which they say has gone back as far as 2017 and when reached for comment, Ren told the Daily Dot that Miller has, quote, ruined their life, end quote, and made their life a, quote, living hell, end quote. Mm. According to Ren, they met Miller in 2017 when they attended a Sons of an Illustrious Father concert. Um, that band is now known as Odkin. And after they allegedly gave Miller drawings containing their dead name, which Ren believes is how Miller was able to make the connection between themselves and their popular but anonymous Tumblr blog, Ren oh. began to notice that Miller was copying their outfits and that they began to and then they began to receive, quote, suspicious and quote, asks on Tumblr and site visits from an IP address that would link back to Warner Brothers Entertainment. Whoa. Yes. So Ren's Instagram account documented the, quote, traps, end quote, that they had laid out to prove the actor was allegedly stalking them. And according to Ren, they decided to confront Miller directly via email in January 2018 and after receiving no response for weeks, Ren decided to upload their story on BuzzFeed as a contributor. But then the post was immediately removed. Interesting. Okay. Yes. So then on January 27th, 2018, Ren allegedly received an email from Miller's bandmate, Lila Larson, asking Ren to, quote, stop giving us such a hard time, end quote, saying, quote, I get that you're hurting and things are hard, but we're really not your enemy. You'll find that whoever was doing whatever you think we were doing was none of us, end quote, huh. which I'd like to point out. 
you'll find that you're do that you're hurt. I can't speak. You'll find that whoever was doing whatever you think we were doing was none of us. I find that a weird phrase, not just from yeah. a grammatical standpoint, but from a did why would Ren you put we in there? Yeah. Did Ren uh, like allege that everybody in the band was stalking well, them? Well, no, that's not what I'm taking issue with. I mean, yes, but uh, that's my question. But at the same time, my question is more like the way that Larson has framed this. It, it's it's like it's like how we talked about when like people kill their spouses and they're talking about them as if they're already dead. Yeah, they're. I feel like Larson. The way that I'm reading this is that Larson is talking about this as if, y like, we did it, but you don't know that we did it. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, does that yeah. make sense? Like trying to make it sound but slipping up. Yeah. Uh, regardless, but Larson then allegedly encouraged Ren to seek mental health treatment, saying, "quote There's no shame in that." End quote. Which, regardless, there isn't. But also, there isn't. But that's condescending. Yeah. Um. Ren told that told the Daily Dot, quote, they work overtime to try and silence me, end quote. Mm. In June 2018, Ren said they were served an ex part, which is an emergency restraining order, um, allegedly on Miller's behalf. And the order cited one of Ren's Instagram posts, which contained a real gun and captions inciting violence. Mm. However, the case was later dismissed in October 2018 when Ren moved from Indiana to New York City because they claimed Miller was trying to meet up with them in Brooklyn. Ren said that neither Miller nor their bandmates ever tried to contact them again um, since then, but that Miller continued to, quote, copy them well into 2020. Hmm. Other Tumblr users made similar claims about, uh, about Miller after their arrest. User sleep-divination said on the platform, quote, reminder that I made a post about Ezra Miller weeks ago about how they they they're using the wrong pronouns but they were an abuser and aggressive towards women i've met them some time ago at a bar and had a rather traumatic experience fangirls started stalking me and told me to kill myself when i exposed them they will keep doing this because most of you know ignoring because most of you keep ignoring their aggressive nature end quote and then user Oscar-B-Wylin, W-Y-L-I-N, which also a great name if you're listening, mm -hmm. um, reblogged the post and commented, quote, I called Miller out for shit years ago and no one believed me. Fangirls still stalk me, etc." End quote. So, Could all of this, like, I, I understand there was a lot of misgendering there. Could all of that been before they came out as non-binary? Because I know they originally came out as queer, so and then i don't remember so i don't know if any i again i don't know if anyone's doing this maliciously they just don't know or um it was before all of that happened yeah i i i don't know um whether this is obviously like malicious or not um i will say that miller i know that they came we said that they came out as queer in yeah. 2012 i believe they came out as non-binary in 2018 Okay, um, so then lots of this was happening 2017, 2018, it sounded like. No. So this, so the, the, so when Ren was being stalked and harassed, yeah, that was 2017, 2018. But for example, okay. when Solange was messaging them, that was this year. The tweets came out. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Earlier yeah. this year. Yeah, the, April 24th, you said. Yeah, yeah. That's when, that's when, so, so here's the timeline. 
salon. See, there's so many, yeah. there's so many things happening that it's like hard to keep track of everything. Yes. So Solange was messaging with Ren and that's when they said those like that's when Ren shared those tweets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then like a couple weeks later, Solange made a video that went viral and that caused the tweets that had been put out earlier to go viral. Okay. But then after Miller was originally arrested, a user on Tumblr who was separate from the Solange and Ren discourse made an accusation on Tumblr and somebody reblogged that and said that this happened to them okay. as well. However, yeah. so all of everyone these are just after putting it- Miller came out as non-binary. Yeah, yeah. But the, this is also just people all like uh, coming together and figuring out, wait, I had a weird interaction too. So did I, so did I. Like Now it's like there's a lot of people who seem to have had questionable interactions yeah people are coming out of the woodwork and it's not even stopping because then on may 16th 2022 my brother's birthday happy birthday to me um music producer oliver ignatius and rapper gaius guevara claimed that miller stole music that they had worked on and posted it on their social media without giving credit to either ignatius or guevara um Mm -hmm. ignatius also alleged that both that that they met up with miller to collaborate on new music in the Northeast and also in Hawaii weeks before Miller's first arrest okay. and said that they plan to file a court order for Miller to take the music down. And as of like me researching this, the link to those songs is no longer on Miller's Instagram bio, but that's because as we'll get into in a bit, Miller's Instagram no longer exists. Yeah. So then we get to June and so yeah, this, this is when it really ramps up. Yeah, this has been going on for a while, but we're we're yes. starting to get more details now. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Standing Rock Sioux Tribal Court issued a temporary prote- order of protection against Miller on behalf of 18-year-old act- activist Takata Iron Eyes in their unverified Instagram bio. They're listed as using Shive pronouns, and their name is Gibson, but in most of the articles about the case, they're referred to as Takata. Pretty much all of the articles that I found, I didn't realize that um, they were going by a different name um, until I saw, like, I think, there. again, this is not, like, great uh, um, reporting, so take it with a grain of salt. A TMZ article Mm. um, explained that Gibson was the name that they used with family and friends, but Miller allegedly told them to go solely by that name. Like, this is all alleged, like... Lots of this information is being given to us from Iron Eyes's parents, um, but I, I don't know. the 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 Instagram is unverified. I don't know if that's the the real story. I don't know what name they're going by. I just know that um, they are um, referred to it using she they pronouns. Yes, I think it's also good because you had used. We've been using alleged. It's good to also issue a reminder. I guess here now. That when we use the term allegedly or claimed or anything like that, it's not because we don't believe the person who is making these allegations. It is simply to essentially cover our own asses because we could get sued for saying, oh, and then this person did this awful thing. And if it ever comes out that they didn't do the awful thing, it's perpetuating. Yeah, we can say our opinions on stuff that is like that we have read. But we can't say they did this until it's been proven. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, but jump right in. Jump right yeah. back in. 
So Iron Eyes' parents, Chase Iron Eyes and Sarah Jumping Eagle, requested the court order due to Miller allegedly using, quote, violence, intimidation, threat of violence, fear, paranoia, delusions, and drugs to hold sway, end quote, over their child. So the family met Miller when the actor got involved in protests with the Sioux tribe. Um, they, they're, they're part of the Standing Rock Sioux tribe. And so yeah. for those who are unfamiliar, Standing Rock is where they tried to build a pipeline through. Um, the, the movement I Stand with Standing Rock was very big. And God, that seems like it was forever ago. But it was probably what, Haley, like maybe like three years ago? Yeah. And I think um, Iron Eyes is featured in like a pretty famous photo of uh leo dicaprio also Mm -hmm. like standing with them at Mm -hmm. the um at the protests and stuff so that like as soon as i saw that photo i was like ah i know who this is now yes yeah um so that was in north dakota in 2016 when iron eyes was 12 and miller was 23 Mm -hmm. and in the years that followed iron eyes's parents claimed that miller convinced them to send iron eyes to bard college at simon's rock in massachusetts and said they would pay the tuition for Iron Eyes through a foundation, an offer that they that the parents claimed Miller used, quote, to create a sense of indebtedness, end quote. Yeah. Miller allegedly exhibited a, quote, pattern of corrupting a minor, end quote, and later displayed, quote, cult-like and psychologically manipulative controlling behavior, end quote, according to the parents' position. Miller is accused of giving Iron Eyes alcohol and drugs and flying the teen to London, Vermont, New York, California, and Hawaii. Uh, Iron Eyes' parents said that they allowed their child to fly to London with Miller, along with other tribal members, for the Fantastic Beasts premiere in 2017. But while there, Miller allegedly tried to sleep in the same bed as Iron Eyes, who was, again, 14 at the time. And then a chaperone was the only one who prevented miller from doing so iron eyes this is according to the petition yes, that the yes, parents filed yes. yes so iron eyes also dropped out of school in 2021 allegedly so that they could follow miller and their parents also alleged in the documents that miller had caused bruises on their child's body and that the parents also said in this filing that their child previously identified as quote non-binary queer gay end quote and that, quote, Ezra has decided that Takata is non-binary transgender, end quote. I mean, that's big, heavy a- allegation. Um, and also, I will say that at this time, I believe Iron Eyes is 18. Yeah. And um, according to uh, the Sioux tribe, um, they still have um, uh, ability to control their child um, over the age of, like... At this point in, um, like, in in our family, like, at the age of 18, courts wouldn't really have a lot of um, leeway Mm -hmm. in, like, Mm because I would be considered an adult. Mm -hmm. Um, But I believe in the uh, Sioux tribe, it's different. I don't know for sure. This is, again, just articles that I read because I was like, wait, uh, they're 18. Can they really, like, file stuff on their, their child's behalf? And, like, yes, apparently they can. Yes, I, I mean, and I'm I'm also a bit not concerned, but I I that that whole like that Miller has decided yeah, that, that Takata is non-binary transgender. That verbiage worries me, just because yeah. there's a lot of that in in people who don't have the best interest for their child or for their their friend or what have you. Where well well. 
they were with somebody and just and that and then all of a sudden that person convinced them that they were queer or what have you I like mean, i just I'm- I'm I'm nervous on both sides of this because yeah. again I don't know about Iron Eyes's home life in exactly. uh, North Dakota. Like I don't know what happened or what their upbringing was like or anything like that. I'm not gonna like pass judgment on any of that. Right. But we have been talking for like an hour now about mm-hmm. past things that Ezra Miller has done. So if you're gonna leave one possibly troubling situation and go to this person that we know has been problematic in the past, this just seems like not great it's very very tricky on both sides yeah yeah absolutely um so moving right along takata's parents say that they flew to miller's vermont home in january to go get iron eyes and discovered that they didn't have their driver's license car keys bank account any items needed to like be an independent human being and according to tmz shortly after they returned home Iron Eyes' parents say that they fled to New York City to reunite with Miller, and from there they traveled to together to Ver- back to Vermont. Mm-hmm. Um, they also went to Hawaii together, which is where all that shit went down, and they went to Los Angeles, yeah. and the two were spotted at a club in Hawaii in a video obtained by TMZ. Um, yeah, so Iron Eyes was with... Or was in Hawaii with Ezra Miller while all of that other shit that we had just talked about was happening. Yes. So Iron Eyes later responded by denying their parents' allegations. In a June 5th statement on Instagram, they said, quote, I'd like to make a statement to, to acknowledge the tragedy that is the narrative of the general public and the assumptions made on my behalf by my family and friends regarding my stability and otherwise. I dropped out of Bard five months ago. My friends and comrade William passed shortly thereafter. My mind was incredibly impacted, and I've needed space and time for the processing of grief. My comrade Ezra Miller, for the entirety of the aforementioned era, has only provided loving support and invaluable invaluable protection throughout this period of loss. I am in no way or under any circumstances have ever been, during my short-lived adulthood, in need of a conservatorship. My father and his allegations hold no weight and are frankly transphobic and based on the notion that I am somehow incapable of coherent thought or opposing opinions to those of my own kindred worrying about my well-being. I am now aware of the severity of emotional and psychological manipulation I was made to endure while in my parents' home. I am an adult and I deserve to feel authority in my own body. I am tired of wondering whether or not the cops will show up to section me on a daily basis." I have decided upon a therapist and am excited to and am excited to now engage in conversation with a mental health professional about my anxiety and probable depression. It is no one's business. My choices are my own. And as to the nature of police intervention as in my case, it is unnecessary and it is a waste of time and resource. This bout of blatant betrayal and toxicity my parents and others have chosen to punish me with has been desperately embarrassing and traumatically life altering. Relationships in my life have been grossly affected, some detrimentally so. This behavior is unacceptable and needs to be called out. And needs to be called out. End quote. Mm-hmm. They also clarified in a video posted on June 9th that Miller did not write the statement. Um, shortly after Iron Eyes posted the video, their uncle Chief Bearcross, who claimed he hosted Iron Eyes and Miller in December 2021, released a detailed account of his experiences with Miller. Speaking with Last Real Indians, Chief claimed that, uh, or Chief Bearcross claimed that Miller told him he was smoking marijuana with ketamine, brought a gun into his home, and was constantly surveilling Iron Eyes. As of June 10th, 2022, law enforcement has been unable to locate Miller to serve them with the order. 
Miller then posted memes to their Instagram story that may have been mocking the authorities' attempts to find them. Uh, one post read, quote, I am shielded from negative people and their ill intent. My spirit, mind, body, soul, plus success are not altered by anyone's envy, end quote. And then another one said, quote, I am protected from all negative NRG people attempt to throw at me. Like, energy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, subconsciously and consciously, I clear any and all hidden peers who are hidden enemies, end quote. They later deleted the stories, and then they deleted their Instagram altogether on June fifteenth. I would and that's say why I could not find the links to I that other. Yeah, I would say that those uh, quotes sound not uh, unhinged. I was gonna say not stable. Yeah, um, but it gets better. So the day after they deleted their Instagram, I shouldn't say it gets better, but it just gets stranger. Yes, on June sixteenth, twenty twenty-two. A Greenfield, Massachusetts mother and her 12-year-old non-binary child were granted a temporary harassment prevention order against Miller after they allegedly threatened the woman's family and showed inappropriate behavior towards the child. Uh, the woman and her child said that they first came into contact with Miller because their downstairs neighbor is in a band with Whitney Suiters, a musician who's one of Miller's close friends. Miller's close friends? Don't know why I said it like that. Uh, and then Miller, who, again, they're in Vermont. They live about 40 miles away in Stamford, Vermont, from this woman and uh -huh. her child's home. Um, the woman, the child, and the neighbor have not been publicly identified, as far as I've seen. Yeah. Um, so this may get a little bit confusing, but I'll try my best. But Miller lives about 40 miles away from their apartment at a ranch in Stamford, Vermont. And allegedly, they had several outbursts while in the downstairs neighbor's apartment on the evening of February of February 2nd. Okay. So both the mother and the neighbor said that they noticed Miller's eyes were dilated and that they were wearing um, a bulletproof vest. Ooh. And according to the neighbor, the evening went sideways when the mother called her friends, quote, her tribe, end quote, which caused Miller, whom the mother and the neighbor believed to be, quote, under the influence, to accuse her of cultural appropriation. Okay. Following this argument, Miller claims that the board game Parcheesi had Rastafarian roots. Uh, okay. Um, which the neighbor, who is half black, questioned. Uh huh. The neighbor told the Daily Beast that Miller then allegedly snapped, uh, saying, quote, At this point, Ezra explodes and started screaming directly into my face. They said, You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. What did you say to me? What did you just say to me? I was very caught off guard. Then they opened up their jacket. They had this, like, big Sher Sherpa jacket. And they opened up one side of their jacket. You could see a gun. And they said, talking like that could get you into a really serious situation, end quote. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's let's all take a breath. Let's take a beat. Just, just a moment. Whew. So then the neighbor told the Daily Beast further, quote, Miller was wearing a bulletproof vest. I had no idea until later that they were armed, mm -hmm. end quote. At the, after this incident, Miller allegedly became fixated on the then 11-year-old child, complimenting them excessively, moving their chair closer, and the child was not a fan of this. Um, so allegedly, Miller told the child's mother, quote, I've talked ex extensively with your child, and they have a lot of power to them. At one point, you're going to realize that you don't have any control over them anymore. They're an elevated being, and they would be lucky to have someone like me to guide them, end quote. It seems what? like they're really, just from the past couple incidents we've talked about, that they're really fixated on younger non-binary people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
not sure what that's about. Yeah. Like, but. I don't know. Yeah. This, this seems yeah. very strange. Oh, it gets stranger because then Miller turned to the mother. The mother is goth and they accused the mother of being a witch and a vampire. Okay. Repeatedly yelling at her, quote, do you want to drink my blood? Do you? End quote. Okay. Um, I will not have, whether, whether the mother is a vampire or not, I will not have what she's having. And Miller then allegedly turned their attention back to the child, who later told the Daily Beast, quote, they automatically were just weirdly drawn to me and kept talking about how they love my outfit and love my style and kept going on and on about how it was great. It was really uncomfortable. I was really nervous. I was scared to be around them after he'd yelled at my mother and she was crying, end quote. Aw. Yeah. Eventually, the mother and child said that Miller apologized but returned to the house three more times, once in late April, during which both the mother and child maintained that Miller made the child uncomfortable by hugging them and pressing their body closely against them. Mm -hmm. uh, then again in May, and then again on June 4th, during which Miller was dressed up as a cowboy. Okay. And during this visit, the child had expressed their interest in horses, and Miller allegedly said that they would acquire several horses so that the child could help them care for the herd on their Vermont farm which the mother and child also considered to be wildly inappropriate. Yeah. After the Takata Iron Eyes news broke, however, they stopped hearing from Miller entirely. All right. So that brings us to just a couple days ago on June 3rd, 23rd, 2022, when Rolling Stone revealed that an anonymous 25-year-old woman and her three children, who are between the ages of one and five, have been living at Miller's Vermont home in a roommate type of situation that worries the children's father as well as two sources who are close to them and these sources and the father agreed to speak to rolling stone about miller and their relationship with the mother and children yeah uh, the sources said that they're concerned because there are mature marijuana plants growing on the property and miller's home has just guns that are unattended and just all over the place and one of the sources also alleged that the one-year-old child allegedly played with a loose bullet and put it in her mouth. Ah! Ah, uh, no! Yeah. No! Yeah. So when asked by Rolling Stone why he hasn't confronted Miller or gone to the police, the father of the children explained, quote, I don't want the children to see anything like that. I just want them to see that, hey, dad showed up, let's get in the car and go. It's been traumatic enough, end quote. Yeah, Which and also, I understand, but at also, the same time, fuck you for saying why don't you uh, try to like do something when you are talking about somebody that has shown a pattern of being unhinged and has multiple weapons. Yes, but at the same time, I want to know if the father has tried to physically, like, tr has driven up and been like, "Hey, dad's here. Let's get in the car and go." Like, I I, I would like to know whether the father is just speaking out I or had whether heard, there have been attempts made. I, I, had, I do not know. I had heard when I, I saw this story pop up was that uh, Miller had met this woman and her children in Hawaii. So I don't know if the father is also in Hawaii, in which case it is yeah, not I, that easy to drive up no. to Vermont. No, 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 but I'd like to know more on this just because I... I want to know, like, it does not sound like a good place for children to be. No. 
But I want to know, like, what the situation kind of is with this. But, again, um, this came out just days ago, so I'm yeah, sure, so like, the info as, soon, is still... as soon as we release it, um, oh, something... Oh, yeah, something's going to happen. They're yeah. going to find Ezra Miller. It's going to be a whole thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so according to Instagram posts reviewed by Rolling Stone, the mother and the children appear to still be living at Miller's home. All right. Um, so, and again, like, the mother is anonymous. The children are anonymous. They're not... Nobody's identifying anybody. But that is what's going on with ezra miller yeah and it's i mean honestly it doesn't give a lot of answers still but at least now we're kind of up to date date. yes yeah it's distressing it's troubling it's scary yeah Um, sad yeah really just sad like get get some help yeah yeah before something really bad happens yeah please yeah because we don't want to look back on all this and be like huh you know what there were signs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because yeah that's what this whole hour has been yeah um but as if we hear any updates we'll be posting them on our social media which is facebook instagram and twitter we also have a website which is crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com we haven't mentioned our email recently you oh, can yeah. email us at crimeculturepod at gmail.com um and you can join our patreon our patrons voted on this episode and if you want to vote on um, an episode coming out in the future, then you can join our Patreon for as little as a dollar, as much as whatever you want. And I think that's it. I have nothing. All right. I don't know. Well, that's that then. Yeah. From all of us at Crime Culture, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.